And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning, Macedonians. It's another beautiful day on the east coast of our <clears throat> great republic. It is Wednesday. It's hump day. We're halfway through the week. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, you know what did not, has not happened yet, being that it is hump day and we're halfway through this week. Uh, I still have yet, unless somebody else heard, but I looked, that the GOP uh, gutless, feckless, spineless leadership uh, they have not announced any impeachment uh, proceedings or impeachment charges, articles of impeachment in the House. So apparently, uh, uh, listen, it's Wednesday. They had a, the, the movie premiere yesterday of uh, Sound of Freedom for all the uh, members of Congress. And uh, I'm still waiting here when I think Devin Archer might be, he was either there yesterday or he's there today. But again, they're breaking. They are breaking for the entire month of August. And I think it's all a plan. I don't think there's going to be any impeachment charges. And I'll say it, you know, Joe Biden should be on that list, but I'd rather see them go after Mayorkas for the border, uh, Merrick Garland for the weaponization of the DOJ and the corruption that's going on there. And they can throw Joe Biden in the mix. And it's important to note, that even if they're, especially Joe Biden, if there's no conviction in the Senate, it's still the court of public opinion. And, and, and at this stage of the game, I think the most important um, thing is the uh, court of public opinion. But yeah, we're live. Chats are open. Facebook, Rumble. Hit that like. Hit that follow, especially on Rumble. Rumble's where it's at. You should all be on Rumble. But we're over on Getter, Cloud Hub, and I was just told that we are starting very soon, I think, maybe by next week on Sam Tripoli's platform, Rockfin. So we'll be over there as well. And uh, yeah, but, you know, see people in the chat, see Brian, oh, Carol from Iowa, Brian from Kentucky. Yep, we're in here. Listen, don't be shy. I'm watching the chats. So you can give me the finger. You can tell me how much you hate me. 
and you know ask questions whatever it is but yeah halfway through the week and again monday to friday 8 a.m eastern right here go to rumble 1776live.tv please hit the like hit the share it's very important uh it helps tickle the uh sorry my phone's like vibrating already tickle the algorithm juice the algorithm and get uh, the show noticed so we got a lot going on uh I don't know. There's so much stuff out there that the news feed is clogged with a lot of bull. Uh, it's just, it's all set up for distraction. When I, when I look for things, it's like wild on, on what people are writing about and not talking about, but, and trying to bury, uh, again, it's just the whole, the whole, well, there might be enough information for an indictment inquiry out of Kevin McCarthy's mouth. It's just aggravating. It's we are going to impeach these individuals. We have the evidence and it's starting. And they have at least, they have four people to choose from. To be honest with you, they got Joe Biden, Chris, Christopher Ray, FBI, Merrick Garland, DOJ, Attorney General, and Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, Department of Homeland Security Secretary for all the nonsense that's going on. At the border. And we also have Meatball Ron's DeSantis's campaign. It, it's it's dead. I don't even know if it's on life support. It's barely on life support. They're bleeding money. They their surrogates, their influencers on Twitter are on the they are on the attack now. It they are in denial. They it's it, like violent denial of they still think there's going to be this surge. They still think that Ron DeSantis has a path to the nomination for president of the United States. And I wish somebody would, would explain that to me as if I'm a five-year-old because, you know, oh, you, anyone could say the polls are rigged, the polls don't count, but when every poll is showing Donald Trump like 50 points or more in most places, that that's... That says a lot. Unfortunately, Ron DeSantis got into a little car accident in Tennessee yesterday in the morning, but he's all right. Listen, I don't hate the guy. We don't want anything bad to happen. And I'll tell you this. There are some people that I'm ashamed of saying that maybe they're in the MAGA community that took that opportunity to kind of shit on Ron DeSantis and the people involved in the car accident. You know, I don't wish bad things on any of these people. they, They are you know who they are but in the long of the short of it the uh in many cases the worst republican is better than the best democrat if that makes sense but yeah he um but not only did he 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 crashes you know they they crash uh, his car in the motorcade again everybody's okay it's just a fact that his campaign is crashing into into reality um he by lunchtime yesterday everything was a train wreck. He got into a car accident, had to announce two dozen layoffs because of the financial uh, struggles. They are bleeding money, spending money like idiots. And the problem is that their fundraising is not good because their single donor uh, grassroots fundraising is in the toilet and all of the money they've gotten are from donors who donate $2,000 or more, big money donors who have caps, who aren't donating, you know, consistently and constantly. Uh, Donald Trump is the king of uh, grassroots single voter uh, donations, without a doubt. 
And uh, then it also uh, later earlier this week, I'm sure you heard that one of their staffers, who they did fire, uh, secretly created and shared a video with some uh, Nazi messaging and imagery at the end. That black uh, sun, and I'm not going to play the video because the video itself is just stupid. It, it's cringy. It's ridiculous, and uh, it was posted and deleted. And this was literally from a campaign staffer who they did fire, and um, it just it just didn't it it didn't sit well with pretty much anybody. And of course, at the same time, all this happening is uh, one of the new polls in. In uh, in Iowa, very important state, showed his support, DeSantis's support, declining to a low of fifteen percent compared to uh, Donald Trump, the front runner, forty two percent in Iowa. So all of the shade that you see being thrown on us from these DeSantis idiots, especially on Twitter. When I say DeSantis idiots, I'm talking about the uh, social media industrial complex that they have a lot of new accounts, a lot of older accounts, people that were Trump supporters and flipped over to DeSantis for the promises of access and jobs and other things like your Bill Mitchell, that that weird former QAnon guy who dyes his hair white or black and grifted off of his followers and stole like $17,000 with the premise that he was going to move. And then you have John Cardillo, or as we like to call him, Cardildo, disgraced, fired NYPD cop, severe alcoholic, substance abuse problems. And he just goes on and attacks Trump supporters. Another guy who grifted off the Trump name for years and years and years. And now all of a sudden, you know, Donald Trump, another guy, you know, Donald Trump should be in jail. The indictments, the juries, the this, the that. The conspiracies, all all nonsense and bullshit, and all these people who either said that the 2020 election was stolen or that there was irregularities now are parroting that, well, Donald Trump lost the White House to Joey Basements. Donald Trump uh, lost the election. There was no uh, interference. There was no irregularities. There, there was no stolen election. It's just amazing what people will do, again, for money, access, favors, and other things. I mean, you have to agree with that. Would just people, hey, you do this for us, and we'll either pay you, or we'll pay you in the in the uh, in the sum of a large following on Twitter. We'll boost you, and you'll have two hundred thousand followers in three to six months. And you know you can grift off of them and all of these, or, or access to events and the campaign. Maybe if you raise enough money and you 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 do enough out there on the social media platforms and and at events. Ron DeSantis may have a job for you somewhere in his administration. I mean, they all do it. They all do it. And, and what's interesting is most, and you can call them Trump influencers, people on social media who advocate for Trump. I'm one of them. I don't get paid for it. The campaign is not giving me money, boosting my numbers, promising me access, or anything like that. Yes, I've been invited to a few events at Bedminster, but that's not because of me donating money or saying certain things, you know, when you're doing this and you meet people and they see that you're serious about the movement and you're serious about things, you, you get, you get asked to come to things. You know, I, I uh, look, look at the meme teams, the Dilly meme team, look at the, the Patriot meme Alliance, you know, they're all been around for quite a long time and they are making such a splash in politics and and making huge differences. And we'll get into that because there was a video still floating around yesterday and today 
from uh, that went viral from the Dilly meme team. I think Lauren Eve and a couple of the other big memers collaborated on it. It's like a an unofficial Trump campaign ad about the deep state, and it has gone so viral. Carrie Lake has shared it. Um, uh, Tim uh, uh, Fitton, uh, so many big name uh, political figures have have shared it, and then so many people on the left are so mad and aggravated about it, and are are they're sharing it also out of pure anger to say, look how bad this video is. Actually, you know what? Before I get into it, since I brought it up, it's quick, but it is. I think it's a great video, and I, I before I realized it was the Dilly Meme team that did it because their production is so great. All of them on how they do their videos and memes. I actually thought it was an. It, I, to be honest with you, it should be an official campaign video, one hundred percent. It it should be. That's how that's how great it is. If I was the deep state and I wanted to destroy America, I would rig the election with a puppet candidate, one that was so compromised that they would never say a word about it. I would create a false flag that allows for mail-in ballots. I would be in charge of the ballot counting machines. I would create a false flag to blame all who question the results of the election. If I was the deep state, I would prosecute anyone that went against me. I would sue and prosecute anyone that spoke up about the fraudulent election. I would use my powers to shut down all your internet businesses and bankrupt you. If I was the deep state, I would make everyone an example why you should never question a Democrat ever winning an election. I would imprison my foes. I would use my corrupt DAs and blackmailed judges to destroy you. I would make sure all crimes I ever committed never happened. I would prosecute my biggest competition. I would make sure they could never run for office ever again. If I was the deep state, I would convince everyone that Ukraine Nazis were good and women are men. If I was the deep state, I would own every politician that mattered. If I was the deep state, I would push my pedophilia ambitions on you. If I was the deep state, you'd question your sexual identity, but not the medical establishment. If I was the deep state, you would fear to ever resist me. If I was the deep state, you would wish I was really the devil. If I was the deep state, I would say mission accomplished. It's wild. It's wild. Dilly Meme Team. Shout out to them. All of them. Trump's online war machine. And it is true. Because they are uh, really, really making an impact to, to get the notoriety and the just, yeah. Every, everybody who's seen that video, it's either... It's either they're loving it because it tells the truth about the deep state. I mean, the deep state's a real thing. It's it's comprised of every unelected bureaucrat that is uh, not accountable to we the people. It, it it's a real thing. Or you get the people that are absolutely hating it because it's it it is exposing what they don't want to be exposed. That short, not even two minute video, and people are going crazy. And then you have a DeSantis staffer making some ridiculous, cringy video, where at the end of it, there's literal Nazis marching into the sunset uh, with the Florida flag the Nazi symbol and Ron DeSantis in the background. And they thought that that was like, you know, if it wasn't a a confirmed staffer that they let go, who secretly did this, you would think it would have to be an infiltrator from Trump camp or, or, or the, the left to make a video like that, to make it seem like this is a pro Ron DeSantis video. 
but in fact, it was a DeSantis staffer. It's crazy. Listen, Ron DeSantis, <clears throat> the candidacy is crashing. It's in decline. And even the pollsters, they're writing it off for dead. It's on, it's on life support. It's the, the window for success is beyond narrowing. It's gone. How does he, how does Ron DeSantis's campaign pull himself to surge? He's literally being almost overtaken by, depending on where that, that fat, disgusting piece of garbage with a loud mouth, Chris Christie or Chris Crispy cream, as I like to call him. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy it was a nobody. People are calling him a plant just running in the hopes to get a position on Trump's cabinet. There's even accusations that the Trump camp has him running to take support away from DeSantis. I mean, I don't know. Is all that possible? It is. I don't think that's, I don't think it's needed. But I really want people like anyone out there who's pro DeSantis, and that's fine. Show me a path for DeSantis to win the primary because right now in real time, it's not there. You, it, it's not there, especially in the numbers. It is not there. Not when you have the Iowa survey that was just released yesterday showing Trump ahead by 27 points in Iowa. But they're, they're all parrot the narrative. They want Trump to get indicted again and again. They want Trump to be barred and disqualified from running for president because then they know that their loser number two can walk into the nomination in the hopes that the RNC screws Trump out of the nomination, even if he does win. But here's the problem. Ron DeSantis in some spots is not number two anymore or is just about to lose the number two spot. So they can't bank on that anymore either. It's, uh, you know, that... Imagine you had, you had you had to dump another twenty. When you're in a, that free fall stage, you have to dump another twenty five staffers, and you, you've already fired a bunch. Be due to the financial issues and and the money, you know. It's um, they're spending. They spent something like a million dollars in the manner of a few months on payroll, payroll in a few months for like ninety two or ninety staffers, but. Laura Loomer did a big deep dive into financial uh, campaign spend and the campaign spending and all those financials. And I might even do a whole just show on that and all the stuff that she's uncovered. But, you know, the, the queen of receipts, Laura Loomer, she is uh, on on the war path and has, uh, has the receipts, has been doing a lot of media and interviews. If you're not following Laura Loomer on Twitter, you're doing yourself a disservice because love her or hate her, think she's crazy or not, think she hate whatever you think of her. She's putting in the work, and she's she has the receipts. So, and all of this in the guise of the, the DeSantis campaign is a big reboot. They keep they keep saying, "Well, were they just rebooting?" Even Jenna Ellis, the failed Trump attorney, who turned on him, grifted on him off of his name, and now is you know Team DeSantis. She's living in Florida now. Another garbage, garbage name out there. They're saying what people aren't allowed to fire staffers who. Uh, don't seem uh, useful or or whatever language she used in her stupid tweet when you hire when you fire almost 40 staffers that's a problem that has nothing to do with all these 40 staffers aren't doing their jobs no it's mean you're, you're you hired a lot of people the money's not coming in you have financial issues 
And on top of that, your big donors are noticing it because the Murdochs, they're, they want nothing to do with DeSantis anymore. Nothing to do with them. They're going to pivot, maybe put their money behind Tim Scott or somebody else because they see a loser in Ron DeSantis where they thought he was going to be the winner and overtake Donald Trump in polls and in the primary, and it's just not happening. Not only that, but right now there's a report out for the same. This was all happening yesterday, like just one thing after another. I can't imagine how Ron DeSantis is feeling. You know, I can't imagine the the uh, aggravation and the uh, animosity and the resentment between him and his uh, his wife, Casey Jill DeSantis, because. And, I, and I've said it. I've said it before. And what it seems is, I truly believe Ron DeSantis did not want to run for president in 2024. I think he wanted to wait. I, I truly do. And I believe the establishment targeted his wife, who they saw and knew, because it was obvious how she wanted to live. She wanted to live in the White House, dressing up as Jackie Onassis. She that she wanted to play that role and be the first lady. Miss, we can make it happen, but you got to work on your husband. And I think the resentment. Maybe not now, maybe not in two years, three or four years down the road. It's going gonna, it's gonna to catch up to them because I believe Ron DeSantis' political career is over and it would take him a long time to rebuild and reboot his political career. There's going to be resentment. <clears throat> Roger Stone made a prediction, and I agree with it, that Jill DeSantis is going to do like a Hillary Clinton and she's going to run for uh, office herself and most likely in 2026 – after Ron DeSantis has not even a blip on the screen and he's leaving the, the governor's office, she's going to run for governor of Florida. I believe she's going to run for something. I don't know if it'll be a House seat in Florida for Congress. I think a state rep, I think she's going to run for governor. I, I, that's what I believe. And then she, they're either, they're, their marriage is, is most likely going to be on the rocks at that point, but they'll hold it together for political reasons, and maybe she will try her best to rebuild Ron DeSantis as a, you know, great conservative political figure in the hopes to polish him up to run for the presidency in 2028, which I've said it, and I'm going to say it now again, I will never vote for Ron DeSantis for for president of the United States, ever, ever. I never want to see him in the White House. Not after what has what has transpired here, um, who he aligned himself with, his true colors. You can't tell me that he would fight the establishment. You can't tell me that he would drain the swamp. He would not. You can't tell me that he would try to dismantle the deep state. He would not. He'd get in there and do what he's told because he'd have to run for re-election. And he is, I'm sorry, but he's a, to me when I look at him now, when he's off script, especially when he's when he's at these public events, he's a timid shake box. He's not the I have the balls of steel Florida governor standing behind a podium and I'm going to poke fun at <clears throat> mainstream media during the interview because I'm Ron DeSantis, the, the, the Florida governor. No, nah, it's a different ball game. You may have those balls in Florida behind a podium with, with scripted interviews and, and how to deal with the media with your staff, but right now you are, he is a timid shake box. And then all of this, now the big never back down super PAC, who was who who basically be not came to fruition because of supporting Ron DeSantis for president. They're talking about actually 
transitioning into a not backing Ron DeSantis operation. So he might be losing the support of the super PAC who was raising a lot of money for him and paying for a lot of, you know, voter touch media and all of that. But their chief strategist over there, this guy, Joe Rowe, he's looking for other options, eh, possibly like Tim Scott, or there's even a rumor of Glenn Youngkin, if he if he's going to throw his hat in the ring. <clears throat> but they're trying to see who best can beat Donald Trump, and that right now is what the Never Back Down pack behind the scenes is looking to do, along with big donors. I mean, the, Ron DeSantis' team is having crisis talks with donors begging them to stay, but these are big donors because their grassroots fundraising sucks. It's horrible. Listen, make sure you're hitting the like button on Rumble. Hit the follow. The follow is important. The thumbs up is important. I had a troll yesterday going to hit the thumbs down and then send a message like he's going to recruit people to serial thumbs down all of my content. hasn't started happening yet, but made sure he sent the message on Twitter that he was going to do that in order to... uh, block p he thinks it's going to block people from seeing my content because i am a maga extremist white supremacist insurrectionist all of these things and then i go and i do a little digging of this person and i see i find some pictures and of course you know it's like a 28 year old guy with pink hair and painted fingernails and you know where it goes but they're, they're after all of us they're after all of us so if you hit the like button and the follow it, it does really help and kind of counter that. Um, yeah. And if you're into audio podcasts, so I we, I just started putting this show on my audio platform. So you can, you know, uh, look me up on all, all the audio uh, platforms also. But yeah, Ron DeSantis, it's just in trouble. He's in trouble. And the, the, the whole, the shock to me is the, is the never back down pack. I don't know if it's a shock, but how they may pivot to, uh, to Tim Scott. And <laughs> Meatball going to be calling the suicide hotline soon. And it's sad, man. What's up, Hog? It really is sad because he could have had the best political future of all of these big Republican conservative names. Let's face it. Well, on, the, on, the, on one hand, I'm glad this is unfolding the way it is so we could see the true colors of the people that he surrounds himself with. His staffers, that piece of shit, uh, was it Brian Griffin? His was a press secretary who goes around Twitter as Max Nordo and calls himself the muscular Jew. And he goes and he trolls Trump supporters and everybody else. This is literally somebody that works with Ron DeSantis. I'm glad all of this unfolded again so we could see the true colors. But if it didn't, and we didn't see all of that, and we all said, listen, Ron DeSantis doing great things in Florida until people actually start nose diving and deep diving into what he was actually doing and the repercu- the repercussions it was it was causing and how Floridians weren't happy with certain things. Yeah, 100% to better reveal himself now because if he did not, we all would have, if he came out and said, I'm going to support Donald Trump, you know how the movement would have been. We would have been riding that meatball all the way to 2028. And it's a fact. He wouldn't even be called meatball. Like, it's just if if the if the events totally took another turn, 
He's like, I'm not running for president. I'm going to support Donald Trump because I'm going to be loyal to the guy who dragged me over the finish line for my governor race that I barely won, enabled me to govern govern Florida, enabled me to win a re-election by almost 20%. I'm going to give my loyalty to that guy because there's nobody loyal in politics anymore, very few and far between, okay? There are, and I, and I think the most loyalty you'll find is people who are Trump loyalists because of the visions he has and the things that he's done and the things that he tried to do that we actually saw the federal government and the deep state and these piece of shit bureaucrats put a stop to, along with complicit with the mainstream media. But Ron DeSantis could have had the world by the bulls. He could have supported Donald Trump. Donald Trump could have gotten into office, maybe tapped him to be attorney general or another position. He probably would have grabbed him into the campaign or he would have said, listen, finish, finish Florida. 2026, get someone to, to run that's going to protect Florida, keep it red like he, he did, come on to the campaign, and let me segue you into a 2028 run endorsed by President Trump and everybody else, America First and MAGA, and Ron DeSantis could have been, he could have walked into the Oval Office in 2028 if he played his cards right. But that's politics, but again, better to reveal himself now. I'm very happy he did to show what a piece of shit, timid shake box he is by being pressured by Lady Macbeth, the real uh, uh, pants wearer in that family and in that in that political dynasty, and and it's a shame because with the people that are heavily involved in the political movement now, uh, influencers, memers, other politicians, America First politicians, America First advocates. There's no coming back from this. Ron DeSantis is done. There's absolutely no coming back from this. Uh, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I, I tell everybody to, to I, listen, if I'm wrong and yet I'm proven wrong, I'll, I'll eat it. I'll eat it. I'll argue. I want to die on the hill I'm on. I'll argue, but I'll, I'll also eat it. And again, you have all of the... DeSantis, and what are all the DeSantis surrogates going to do? All the DeSantis Twitter uh, influencers going to do when the primary is done and Ron DeSantis is done? Are they going to now keep talking shit about Donald Trump? I mean, or, or are they just going to go silent? Are they going to go away? How many of them are going to be crawling back to the movement? What is like Bill Mitchell going to do? What is John Cardildo going to do? What are all of these other big Twitter influencer names who used to be, you know, Trump, Trump, Trump. Now, fuck Trump. They're on on the DeSantis uh, team. What are they going to do? Like, it, it's a legit question. Where do they? Because, in my opinion, and I've heard Cash Patel say this. I've heard other people say it. I've said it. They should be shunned and and never accepted again into any type of whatever you want to call it, MAGA movement, Trump movement, America First movement, whatever it is. You guys showed your true colors. Go sit in the fucking corner, and that's it. They'll go back to being Biden supporters. It's fun. You know what, Hog? I'm glad you said that because we take our good friend, piece of shit, over on Twitter, Bill Mitchell. And if you don't know who Bill Mitchell is, it's this guy. It's this guy who he's gray. He's he's white hair right now. He's got white hair right now. It'll dye it black. This guy took his followers for $17,000. He has this stupid show. He's got almost a half a million followers, although he was losing followers on Twitter when he came out for Trump, just uh, came out for DeSantis. Spews lies 
And now this guy, DeSantis surrogate, Bill Mitchell, is backing Biden on a possible impeachment. <clears throat> so I'm glad you said that going back to Biden supporters, because I don't know if it's even possible for these people to go and support Joe Biden. I mean, but I, you never know. But this guy was a Donald Trump coattail rider who turned into a Ron DeSantis super fan, just like that. And it's great. Uh, Raheem Kassam from the National Pulse gave him the name Biff. Bill Biff Mitchell is arguing strenuously against impeaching President Joe Biden and insisting Trump is just as guilty as the baby-sniffing, China-loving, Ukraine-blackmailing Democrat Joe Biden. <laughs> Mitchell has even gone so far as to bizarrely claim taking action against Beijing, Beijing Joe, would be election interference. So actually saying that the House leadership, the, 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 the Republicans in the House going after Beijing Joey basements would be election interference. This is a Trump turncoat who now eat, does nothing but eat Ron DeSantis meatballs all day every day, gargles Ron DeSantis' meatballs in his mouth saying that Republicans going after Joe Biden for obvious crimes of corruption would be election interference. It's, it's fucking bizarro world. I'm sorry, I'm using the F-bomb before 9 a.m. It is bizarro world. If you impeach a sitting president with no hope of conviction in the Senate, it is by definition a partisan witch hunt. In the middle of an election, it's a show trial to hurt Biden politically. That's what this guy, Bill Mitchell, moron, Biff, granted. First of all, no, it's not. Not when you have the high crimes and misdemeanors. Not when you're literally bribing, you're blackmailing the Ukrainian government to fire the, uh, the prosecutor general who is investigating the energy company that your son sits on the energy board getting paid $83,000 a month. No, it's not election interference. It's uncovering and prosecuting corruption, you piece of shit. That's what it is. But then he goes on to say, is, is Biden guilty of sin? Probably. Somewhat, like, he, he said it pro probably, but not like, like committal to it. And then he says, but so is Trump. And if prosecuting Trump is interference, so is impeaching Biden. What is Trump guilty of? They're accusations, and there's no proof to any of it. They're spinning their wheels, but he wants there to be proof because this guy wants Trump to be indicted. He wants Trump in jail so that he can look like a rock star and say, look, my, my guy, my guy is the nominee. Ron DeSantis is the nominee. Why doesn't this guy want Biden impeached? And yeah, would he get a conviction in the Senate? Probably not, but again, the most important thing right now is the court of public opinion. And right now, our leadership, our piece of shit, spineless leadership, Kevin McCarthy, all of them, Steve Scalise, all of them, add in, add in Elise Stefanik in there. And, and not so much her, but put her in there too. Who's in there pushing to impeach any of these four individuals or all four of them? Joe Biden, Christopher Ray, Alejandro Mayorkas, and Merrick Garland. What is going on? Give us one. Show the base that you're doing something. Show, show the base you, you care. And, and show the base that you're not uniparty swamp pieces of shit because that's what you're showing.
release the January 6th tapes. Every second. The moment Donald Trump released the tar- received the target letter saying that they, he was a, a, a target of investigation for January 6th and that they're most likely going to indict him by grand jury in D.C., Kevin McCarthy should have said, release the tapes. I would have had the Congress tech people in my office, a Speaker of the House, a secure domain website. I want every second of the January 6th tapes online accessible to the public in 24 hours. And then tell everybody, it's there, everybody look. Every defense attorney, every news outlet, the website would crash, but that's what should have happened. Not, you know, he came out showing his support for Donald Trump in a sense, if you call it that. Well, if you supported him, release all the tapes and start throwing impeachments out to people that you know are corrupt in this deep state government. People that have been entrenched and now are in positions to really use that power against the American people. Because it's not just about Donald Trump. They're doing it to us. So then this idiot Bill Mitchell goes on to say, of course, there's this caveat to it. If you really want Biden to face justice, nominate DeSantis. Who can win? This is what he concluded. Meanwhile, the full, you know, DeSantis is, is laying off dozens of staff and falling third place in number polls in some places. But again, this guy, Bill Mitchell, he's been very erratic lately. His social media output's been erratic, and he, he's been using it uh, to, just, just for disavowing people, going after certain people. He has me blocked. I can't see his Twitter every day, so I have to rely on other people that, that post about him. Um, I don't have a burner account. Maybe I should. I, you know, Christina Pasha, they, I don't even know if she works for the DeSantis campaign anymore. She was the rapid response uh, director. She blocked, she blocked me. Um, yeah, I, I can still see a few of them, but if you impeach a sitting president with no hope of conviction in the Senate, it is by definition a partisan witch hunt in the middle of an election. It's a show trial to hurt Biden politically. Call it a show trial. <clears throat> Would they get a conviction in the Senate? Most likely not. But this guy's obviously an idiot because the court of public opinion is what matters. At this point, that is what is important. And, and and some of these people just don't get it. But it doesn't matter because his boy's going to lose. His boy's political career is over. Ron DeSantis is not going to recover from this. Not anytime soon. And the only way I think he's going to recover is if his wife runs for governor of Florida and wins and can polish off and dust off her husband for maybe a 2028 win, which I, a 2028 run for the Oval Office, which... I will be completely against. I will not. I will not support Ron DeSantis. I just, I will not do it. All right, enough of that. Just give me one second here. I got a lot of things open. Uh, in the meantime, you know, it's, it's mid-show. And uh, you know what I'm going to do. MyPatriotCigars.com, my company, conservative-owned company. Whether you like cigars yourself or somebody you love likes cigars, head over there. You can get some great ones. 
They, uh, the tobacco was great. I worked on these blends for a really long time before I launched. Uh, we got five different ones up there now. There's a smoke for every palate. Again, if you know someone who loves cigars and you want it as a gift, family member, whatever, we even have a sample pack where you can go and get the four of the main ones, give them to them. There's gift cards available. We have monthly subscriptions. We have merch. You see me wear these Patriot Cigar T-shirts every day. They're the softest shirt you'll ever wear in your life. Hoodies, hats. And, of course, you can buy a cigar for a deployed service member. We're at a discounted price. We will make sure the cigars get into the hands and mouths of service members all over the world and the country. MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA. You get 25% off the entire site and free shipping on orders over $100. MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA. Again, a lot of good cigars there. Uh, the the Tate brothers are loving them. They made a video. They they have been uh, enjoying them immensely. Roger Stone loves them. Rudy Giuliani loves them. Uh, a lot a lot of people have uh, have expressed um, enjoyment uh, immensely of these cigars. So yeah, mypatriotcigars.com promo code MAGA twenty five percent off. Conservative owned company, small business. I own it. So if you want to support the show, you can support by patronizing my uh, my company and i get it cigars aren't for everybody but you know someone who smokes cigars well maybe you could say hey try out these cigars conservative owned small business the guy's pretty cool or even though you could say you could also turn around and say hey he's a bit of an asshole but the cigar company's pretty cool so you should support it anyway I, i could take that i'm i'm one that thrives on being attacked on social media all that shit does not bother me. I I, I kind of like it a lot. So it, uh, it works. So, all right. DeSantis campaign dead. Out of the way. Sorry, Ron. It's over. Life support, flatline, dead. But now... Actually, that's being done, uh, Hog. You were on a list that uh, was not the main list. But I actually rectified that uh, yesterday. So they're either going to go out today or the next shipping day Monday. But you are you are getting some. Yes, your cigars will be shipping soon, my friend. All right. Obama's chef, dead. Very weird. Supposedly drowned. 45 years old. Took swimming lessons. Found with a life vest and about eight foot of water. On the Obama's estate at Martha's Vineyard. Hmm. Just doesn't sound right. Anyway. Obama's personal chef, Tafari Campbell, who mysteriously drowned in Obama's Martha's Vineyard, took swimming lessons. Unexpected twists has been revealed in the case surrounding the tragic death of former President Obama's personal chef, Tafari Campbell, who was found drowned in a pond. He was, he was uh, paddle boarding, apparently on Obama's Martha's Vineyard property. So, first it was uh, contradicting initial assumptions that Campbell may have drowned due to an inability to swim, and that's what a lot of people were saying, but a lot of digging has uncovered a 2019 video revealing Campbell undertaking swimming lessons, which apparently he was very serious about, so a couple years before this happened. 
which I'm not an experienced swimmer, but who knows? Swimming lessons. I've never taken swimming lessons. I'm a pretty good swimmer. Campbell, 45, of Dumfries, Virginia, was recovered from the uh, Edgerton Great Road by Massachusetts State Police divers on Monday. And there he is. Now, what happened to this guy? 45 years old. Look at the shape this guy's in. Just look at it. This guy drowned. Now there's reports from the local uh, fire department, somebody talking off record, that he might have looked like he suffered some blunt force trauma. And also there's this other twist that the Obamas, apparently their their spokesperson or people said that the Obamas were not on the property when it happened, when then they changed the story. And in fact, they were on the property. Did this guy see Big Mike's dick? Michelle Obama, did he walk into a room and see her swinging down to her knees and they had to silence this guy? Do they have to clean up loose ends before they insert Michelle Obama in for the 2024 Democratic nominee as president? Or because of, you know, there's a lot of stories out there of Obama uh, moonlighting. No, actually... That Obama is a homosexual that moonlights as a heterosexual or acts as a heterosexual. Because I'm sorry, those kids aren't his. Find me a picture of Michelle Obama pregnant and I will pay you $10,000. Literally, I've made this offer before. If somebody finds me a legit photo of Michelle Obama pregnant, I will pay you $10,000. Yes, yep. Um... Dom, I can never say his name. Dom uh, Lushra. I, I can never. I, I don't know why I can't say his name. Big influencer on uh, uh, Twitter was since so he had like half a million uh, followers. Was uh, yesterday suspended? I think last night suspended off Twitter for posting and questioning this story about the um, the swimmer. The recovery occurred approximately 100 feet from the shoreline at a depth of about 8 feet. So either what, he drowned and he kind of washed in, but it was like a pond? The Massachusetts Environmental Police officers using side-scan sonar first located the victim's body, according to a news release by Massachusetts State Police. According to reports, an unnamed paddleboarder saw a 45-year-old struggle to stay afloat on the surface before he drowned just doesn't make sense. You're on and you are you're on a paddleboard. Police confirmed Campbell was visiting Martha's Vineyard and was employed by the Obamas at the time of his death. The Obamas were not present at the residence when the incident occurred, which that changed. We'll get to that. In a statement issued to CNN, the Obamas expressed their sorrow describing Campbell as a beloved part of our family who probably saw Michelle Obama's dick. Or or this guy because he has a wife and kids, but that doesn't matter, was on the DL and gay and was engaging in uh, not-so-pure relations with the former president, Barack Obama, and was caught or was blackmailed. Hey, I'm going to out you, like so many other people have outed Obama and mysteriously have died. And they got rid of him. I mean, it's... It's not beyond the realm of possibilities. Tafari was a beloved part of our family. When we first met him, he was a talented sous chef at the White House. 
creative and passionate about food and its ability to bring people together. In the years that followed, we got to know him as a warm, fun, extraordinary, kind person who made all of our lives a little brighter. That's why when we were getting ready to leave the White House, we asked Afari to stay with us, and he generously agreed. He's been part of our lives ever since, and our hearts are broken that he's gone. The statement continued, Today we join everyone who knew and loved Tafari, especially his wife, Sharice, and their twin boys, Xavier and Savin, in grieving the loss of a truly wonderful man. Sounds to me, because of the homosexuality that has been exposed, okay, sounds like to me that the former president, while living in the White House, took a liking to this chef who is an in-shape, not bad-looking black man, and then Barack Obama liked him, coaxed him with power, money, blackmail, probably to for Barack Obama to, you know, service this man, if you know what I mean, and then took him, like, that's, that's the guy who Barack Obama gets his sexual pleasure from. That's... Barack Obama's boyfriend and big Mike Obama, Michelle looks the other way, but something happened. There was a riff. There was some blackmail. There was some accusations. There was some threats. And then this guy who took swimming lessons, there he is in the water with his wife died, made efforts to overcome his swimming challenge and died in eight feet of water with a life vest on possibly bludgeoned in the face by blunt force trauma. So look, here's pictures of the guy swimming. I'm sorry, but people who have issues swimming, they're not in pools like this, like doing the backstroke, like floating. No, they'd be in a panic. No. Look, seems like he's, he's, he's swimming all right to me, and I believe there's a video here. I'm going to get to it. This should be it right here. And of course, they're going to hit me with an ad because they absolutely suck. Okay, here we go. Look, there he is swimming. Does that look like a guy who doesn't know how to swim? It's a backstroke. He's kicking. He's not even using his arms. Look at him. Oh, yeah, this guy has problems swimming, right? You know someone's going to say that this isn't the same guy, right? Yeah, that that's not a guy... Who has trouble swimming? I'm sorry. That is not a guy. The cause of Campbell's fatal accident remains unclear. The state police detective unit for the Cape and Islands District and <clears throat> Edgartown police continue their investigation into the circumstances surrounding Campbell's untimely passing. Now, I'm hearing a lot of different things. I'm hearing that an autopsy was canceled. <laughs> I'm hearing all sorts of weird things about blunt force trauma to the face. Along with his swimming lessons, he, he shared statistics from his swimming lessons, documenting substantial progress over time. One post showed Campbell completing a mix of 25 yards, backstroke of 100 yards, and freestyle swimming of 200 yards in 34 minutes. I've been swimming a long time, and I can't do that. I'm also not in the shape he's in. I'm not drowning with a life vest on on a paddleboard in eight feet of water. I'm imagining this guy is not either, and he's probably in the water more than I am being that he's at Martha's Vineyard all the time, working for the Obamas, basically living there, and 
getting blown by Barack Hussein Obama. I wonder if Big Mike watches. Oh, that's sick. It's too early for that. But yeah, and then of course the shock, Barack and Michelle Obama were on Martha's Vineyard when their private chef Mr. mysteriously drowned. And it's a, it's a very interesting, yeah, maybe they hope the sharks would get him because there's a lot of sharks out there on Martha's Vineyard. Cape Cod, that whole area is just loaded with sharks. Jersey Shore, they have gray whites all the time in the summer. So, but this is an interesting coincidence that they said that they were not at Martha's Vineyard and then that they were. Because Obama's office previously claimed that the former president and his wife were not president present at the residence when Tafari drowned. Now they're altering the story to say that they were indeed on the property because they were going to go with that story until somebody said, no, you have to retract that and change it because of whether it's cameras, some sort of Secret Service accountability. If somebody goes in and they find out on their own that you were there and saying you're not, it's a problem. So we have to retract and, and re reshape it and say it was a mistake or something like that. This guy, just like Hillary Clinton's chef, Hillary Clinton's chef was mysteriously drowned too. And all of the people that, you know, when, when the, uh, the, that mother of uh, Obama's uh, gay lover spoke up, everybody started dying, okay? The guy, Donald Young, uh, Larry Bland, they all conveniently died. Look him up. Larry Sinclair, the gay guy who claimed to have had two sexual encounters with Barack Obama in Chicago and while he smoked crack, performed fellatio on it. Guess what? He mysteriously got hit by a truck and they never got the driver. I, a lot of people don't even know that. And he never deviated from his original story, that guy Sinclair. And, and what there was lawsuits, all kinds of things. And what happened to him? He got hit by a truck and they never found the driver. <sighs> Obama, chef, dead. They killed him. Really quick, the last thing I wanted to is, is uh, show is back to DeSantis and Trump before we wrap up. DeSantis' small dollar donation ratio ranks near bottom of GOP field. And here we go. Share of GOP presidential candidates fund raised from small dollar donors. Donald Trump, 81.8% of his donors are coming from small dollar donors, like 200 or less. Uh, just the who people grassroots are actually voting, also donating. He's dominating where Ron DeSantis is at 17.3%. Ron DeSantis is lagging far behind, behind Donald Trump on a crucial metric for the longevity of a presidential campaign small dollar donations and it matters because donations of 200 or less are one of the clearest signals of grassroots support and enthusiasm behind a candidate if you don't have these small donations and the then the enthusiasm and support is not there big donors are not going to cut it because they're not coming with all of the votes like the small grassroots are these donors are able to give more than once while wealthy donors often max out on their contributions early in the campaign. And that's why he's running out of money, because only 17.3% of his donations, Ron DeSantis, are coming from people who are donating 200 or less. It tells you about a lot about where his money's coming from and who's controlling him and his campaign and will control his presidency if he's ever allowed in the Oval Office. And then the full picture of Trump's campaign finances isn't clear. The filings are far signal-strong grassroots support. Big support, $200 or less. I've donated numerous times in the $200 range. 
And that's what you need to stay in the race, to sustain a, a, a presidential campaign is those small donations and not these big donors that are coming in and just blowing it all in one shot. And then you're running out of that money on nonsense. And then the grassroots donations just aren't coming. That's a failed presidential campaign. The campaign is dead, Ron DeSantis. So is your political career. Donald Trump is the king of grassroots donors and the king of support. And that is why the government is going after him. And that is why these DeSantis grifters are, are coming after us for supporting Donald Trump. And it's not going to stop. People like me aren't going to stop. The memers like the Dilly Meme Team and Patriot Meme Alliance and all of the other solo memers out there who are, and, and podcast hosts and influencers and supporters, we're not going to stop. None of us are stopping. And the, the, the grassroots support and loyalty that you see for Donald Trump from the American people, even who aren't on you know podcasts and media and influencers, it's really overwhelming and it's great to see. And we cannot ever let them take the wind out of our sails because they try every day. And most of us, I think majority of us are thick-skinned and we need to be. We get attacked on Twitter every day. Yesterday, I got ratioed in, a, in something I, I posted. And if I didn't have a thick skin, I probably would have deleted my account. And I laughed at every single one because they all parroted the same bullshit. And that's what it was, bullshit. And we can't let them get to us. We have a mission to get Donald Trump into the Oval Office and raise his right hand January of 2025 and get back in there and start doing the dismantling work of this evil satanic empire called the deep state. That is a fact. Listen, if you didn't see the episode last night, we, the people radio at me and James, we had a great uh, carnivore diet um, extraordinaire. Uh, Jesse Lynn Randall is a good episode. She had a lot to say and uh, about eating meat and why the government doesn't want us to and want us who wants us uh, tied to big pharma. So go check that out on my rumble, 1776live.tv. Hit the like, hit the share, hit the follow. I will be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. As always, MAGA hat stays on. Enjoy your day.